It's the Locked On Coyotes podcast, also alongside Locked On Ducks. My name, Rob Leonio. Jason J.D. Hernandez joining us on this wonderful episode Thursday, March 18th, the day after St. Patrick's Day. Hope you all had a great St. Patrick's Day. Didn't drink too much green beer. What about you, Jason? Did you? I'm going to decline a comment on that, but I will say that there was <laughs> alcohol involved in the St. Patrick's Day non-massacre around here. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I was driving for Uber Eats most of the day, so I didn't drink. But until I went to a bar and I had a couple drinks, including from what I was telling you, you know, a guy offered me a drink. And I was like, okay, here I am. I'm going to stay a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, because you're a hockey fan, it's going to work out, obviously, because, hey, Imagine if I was over there and I said, hey, I'm a hockey fan. We're both hockey fans. Yeah, you'd get the drink. But <laughs> all you got to do is wear a hockey jersey and you get comment. You, you get so many compliments here in Tucson because you don't see that very often. It's like, hey, I love your jersey. Yeah, but here's the question. Which jersey do I wear? Because believe it or not, Ducks fans, I do have a couple of Kachina jerseys. The Coyotes Kachina and the Roadrunners Kachina. So the question is, which one would more likely get me a drink? Well, I think the Roadrunners one might, because that one is super dope. It is nice. It's one of the best minor league jerseys of all time. I actually, it's too bad you were not around last year for All-Star. So Sarah Avampato and I, we actually commented, yeah, seeing all these jerseys on the ice from everywhere else is cool. And then I made the comment, yeah, but some teams have better alternate jerseys. They should wear those. And I said, what about the Roadrunners? The Roadrunners have their red jerseys. Okay, fine, whatever. They should wear the Kachina jerseys for the skills contest. It's amazing. Just do it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, anytime you look at that, the, uh, that, those Roadrunners Kachina jerseys, I got a chance to see them uh, a couple weeks ago when they were playing the Texas Stars. And that was actually the first time I got to see the Kachina jerseys in person because every time before – um, my previous, my other work was always conflicting where I always had the cover at university of Arizona football or basketball game at the same exact time. And the weekend before the shutdown was like, Oh, wait, I'm going to be able to see it for the first time. And then guess what? Yeah. Coronavirus shuts down. Yep. Everything so happened. Like, so I'm like, so I don't get a chance to see the Kachina jerseys in person. Like, I am super upset by this. But I finally got a chance to see it a couple weeks ago for the series against the Texas Stars. And my God, those jerseys are beautiful. Oh, they are sharp. I mean, speaking of the last couple of games, I mean, Tucson has had, well, they had one good game last weekend against the San Diego Goals, which I guess we can talk about for a hot second, right? I guess so. I mean, yeah. I mean, just because like that was their only good game of this entire month. <laughs> the goals have had a bad month. Uh, that was just part of it. It was a Fox Five game, by the way. So most of San Diego got to see that mess. I'm sorry to all the goals fans that had to watch that game. I will admit, I was watching that game more closely than the Ducks game Saturday night because, well, the Ducks are terrible right now. The goals are not as bad. For what it's worth, the goals at least got Jamie Drysdale back, so he's been looking okay for the most part, except for that one game. Uh, God, 43 to 17 shots on goal, and I think the shot attempts were even worse. Uh, Was it just me, or was that game completely one-sided? It was completely one-sided, and let me tell you this, just kind of in general in terms of shots on goal, Tucson's just been kind of having that 
act of trying to of taking way too many shots. And I'll tell you this: obviously, you know, a certain amount of shots tell you one thing, but and not, and obviously, you know, I'm looking at the previous couple games in general at, on the side of this, but the shot the shot count doesn't say everything. Like I've been, like I was watching this team, like some of their shots just aren't even good shots. They they weren't. I mean. The quality of shots for both sides were not that good. The goals were pretty much on the perimeter almost the entire time. And the Roadrunners, they were kind of the same thing, but at least the Roadrunners were getting rebounds, whereas the goals were not. So at least their quality was somewhat better, question mark. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the I, I guess that's the only thing that you got to look at it because those rebounds are huge. Um, and I think, I'm trying to think who who mainly scored like Michael Bunting and Kevin Roy. Like there was like those guys right now for Tucson, like they're the only ones during, during crap. Like, Ugh. like they're the only ones who parked themselves right in front and actually score. They were um, doing that last season too. And it annoys me. <laughs> yeah. And that's, the, and, and that's the thing is like, and you know, I expect, like I expect that from them. Everyone else I think needs to step up. I think, and I, and I think this goes, you know, and I, I told you a couple of weeks ago, um, I think now like a month ago, to keep an eye on um, Jan Yannick. And he's yep. a good player. He just hasn't had any offensive production lately. And Speaking of Jan Yannick, I ha- you know I have to bring this up. Uh, how did you like that fight between him and Benoit on Saturday night? Dude, that... <sighs> I was hoping Yannick would actually come out on the good end of that because obviously the, the Roadrunners need something good to come out of that this series against the rain but man he got freaking destroyed he, he did i'm i'm sorry because you're here but i know goals fans did enjoy that fight yeah benoit just wrecked him and it was not close and i thought at the time maybe this is what the spark is maybe this will bring the goals back of course it did not but at the time that was needed and then you had trevor carrick just go in there and uh, he laid out Gregoire with a couple of shots, with a couple solid punches. So for what it's worth, that was the one area where the goals did well was fighting, and that was it. And that's and 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 sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. Obviously, you know it. Maybe he slowed think, a bit of the momentum for Tucson. Obviously, at that point, what was it already three one? Well, so. it was three to one. Well, the thing about that was the first fight did help a little bit. The goals were getting momentum. But then he had to have that second fight. And I was like, no, because out of the two players, who's going to mean more? And it's going to be, unfortunately, Trevor Carrick. Carrick has had more of an impact on the goals this season. Gregoire has had an impact on Tucson this season from what I've seen. But out of the two guys, I mean, let's be honest here, right? Yeah, I mean... uh, I like that you mentioned Gregoire because I was actually... I was literally just about to mention his name too is... Like the amount of times I've seen that guy get into fights and that my that guy trying to get into physical altercations or, you know, get his body into some way, you know, try to stir up crap. I'm just like, dude, just try to score at this point. Like we need offensive production from anyone. And uh, it was even I, I think that was even more of the case, um, not just that last game against the goals, but, you know, the previous series against the stars where the Roadrunners didn't do anything. And then this last series that we just had against the rain. So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but those those were good fights. I mean, it ended up being a 4-1 to victory for Tucson. A couple bad turnovers from San Diego. The fights were fun. Don't get me wrong. The power play was decent for San Diego. A couple of posts, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah, and those posts are just going to, like... It, it was like it's kind of funny it would make make the joke at least you know coyotes fans because i think the post has been there uh like in terms of coyotes or roadrunners because i saw that happen against the roadrunners all, all all the last couple of weeks too just like the post is not our friend right now no no <laughs> it's, it's annoying not. it's really annoying you know you had these two big boys fighting gregoire is six foot a buck 95 trevor carrick is six two 200 pounds carrick has the slight reach advantage and you know what website would put Gregoire as an underdog for a boxing match? That's betonline.ag. Yeah, I mean, they would list Gregoire probably like a 130 or something. But betonline.ag is the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, they're a pretty good website, right? Oh, they are. They are one of the best websites for betting on sports, Jason. Like, it's, I'll, I'll tell you this because they have everything you need. When it comes to you know sports betting, yeah. they have live odds, props, and really, have, yeah, everything I, you can think of. I have to mention this right now. You know what starts today? March Madness, baby! Whoop whoop! So, yeah, I love March Madness. Here comes even the though, college basketball. Even though my Arizona Wildcats aren't participating this year, based because they're banned, I am super excited for March Madness this year. I'm always excited. And you know where sports fans can get all their betting for those college games on? That is betonline.ag. Yeah. And you know, if they go to that website right now and enter the promo code locked on, they'll get a 50% welcome bonus on their first deposit. How do you like that? Oh, that is a that is a fantastic, fantastic, uh, you know, Promo to have right there. 50% welcome bonus. Yeah. That is huge. Make sure to oh. use that promo code again. Once again, that is locked on. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for 50%. Yep. And that is your exclusive online sports book of the Locked On Podcast Network. And we're going to continue this. We're going to talk, I guess, more minor leagues, right? Yeah. But first, we also, one more... One one more thing too, because I'm and I, and I, and I'll say this too, as we were talking about, you know, not only March Madness coming on, but also you know some American League hockey. A lot of these guys, you know, they're they're pretty big guys, right? They're they're they look pretty tough. Yeah, I, I don't know about you, but they look they they definitely look like guys that are probably also munching on some built bars. Yeah, they definitely need the protein there. Uh, they are. <laughs> Very delicious. That was a nice segue, actually. Um, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar. That's it. And packed with 17 grams of protein with several fantastic flavors, including lemon, almonds, cheesecake, double chocolate, peanut butter, mint brownie, cookies and cream, and churro puff is coming out soon. Churro puff. Once again. Churros, I can't believe they lost. I will not get on that rant again. I did it on Monday. I'm not going to do it again. But if you go to BuiltBar.com right now and you wait for a second, it is the bracket time. That's right. It is the Built Bar Bracket 2021. And right now we're in the sweetest 16. And you know what matchup is today? 
trying to find which matchup it is today. I, I will tell you what the matchup is today. It is Salted Caramel versus Cookie Dough Chunk. So Ooh, I have that's... got I have got to tell all the fans on my behalf. I love both these flavors, but if I have to give a slight edge to one, it has got to be the Cookie Dough Chunk. That is an amazing limited time flavor, and when it comes around, you got to jump on that like I did. I mean, that's a tough one, right? Oh, that's definitely a tough one. Like I and I, and I'll tell you this too, like just both of those flavors I think you can you you can't go wrong with either of them, of course. But oh, you can't. But cookie dough trunk, it kind of just again, it you know reminds me of my childhood. I mean, I mentioned this a couple couple other flavors that I said, but you know, it's you know, I'm, I'm not sure about you, but about about you, Jason. But you know, going, you know, making cookies back in your, uh, you know, in your childhood, and you know, before you bake them, you take a little bit of that cookie dough and you taste mm-hmm. it. It just like that's the that, that it takes it just immediately takes me back. Oh, it hits it you just, different. It just hits me. Now that's that's why I mean that's where I'm going to put my vote. Cookie dough chunk. It just it really hits me that way. Yep. So if you want to vote on that, go to builtbar.com and check out the built bar bracket. And while you're there, buy some built bars because I think the promo code right now is locked on fifteen. It's a uh, locked fifteen. Locked 15, L-O-C-K-E-D, 15, gets you 15% off your next order. These codes are changing all the time, aren't they? I think this is what the uh, third time they've changed in the last two months. But, yeah. But it's okay because we are here to provide you every single updated change to make sure you get your discount on your next built bar order. So once again, that is locked 15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Use as directed. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote that down. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, and I forgot to say this at the end of the bet online. Please gamble responsibly. Okay, there we go. <laughs> it's that kind of night. Hey, you had your drink. I had mine. I had three drinks today. <laughs> oh, well, you know. <laughs> I had a... Uh... A good old a Guinness, a green beer, mm. which is essentially just a green Bud Light, and then my scotch and soda that the guy bought me. You know, I do love a good Guinness. I I always, always love a good stout. And to be honest, in the past few years, I've come around to stouts more than I thought I would. I mean, yeah. there are some good ones out there. Guinness, obviously. Well, here's the thing. San Diego has a ton of amazing breweries. I love going down there. Ballast Point is always one of my favorites. And oh, that's a great that's a great beer. Oh, it, it really is. Yeah, they serve it at Pachanga Arena, by the way. Nice. Which I can't drink because every time I go... <laughs> You're working? Well, I mean, you know, every time I, I'm there, I'm in the press box. I'm not going to drink while I'm there and going to the press I've, box. Well, I'll tell you this. I've had a colleague of mine do it a couple of times. Like he we was won't re- name names. We won't name names. Yeah. Yeah. Just, well, yeah. He knows who he is. If he's listening to this, he knows who he is. I'm just not going to call you out. <laughs> I will just say that I have seen that happen also in Ontario where someone had a drink. I don't know. This, I, this, this person straight up wore the Kachina jersey and brought, and brought their beer into the press box. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that takes guts. But and, they were allowed to because they're, you know. One of the more well-known media, one one of the more well-known media guys. Yeah, we'll we'll just um, 
we'll leave it at that. So let's talk about this upcoming series. We have both of our quote unquote lousy teams meeting question mark. Oh, yeah, I guess lousy is the way to put it. It's weird because at the beginning of the year, you and I were to be like, no, these two are the, what, among the two best teams in the Pacific division. You know, we're both undefeated. Yeah. The only other team that can beat us is Henderson. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then about a month later, we're both like, no, nah, these, both these teams are pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I shouldn't say the goals are that bad. They just lost some bad players at the wrong time. Uh, the goals are obviously much better with Trevor Zegris on that team. But Zegris is better in any team unless you're the Ducks. Well, yeah, we're talking Trevor Zegris here. <laughs> like, it's not... I mean, like, you see the way this guy plays. He's a, like... Yeah, you but see... you see the way he gets misused in Anaheim. He may as well go down to San Diego. My yeah. God. I mean, I'll tell you this. Welcome to the life of a... Uh, of Like, similar to what we had here in Arizona with Dylan Strom. Oh man, I loved watching that kid perform in person. He is like him. I watched that kid in Tucson. That kid in Tucson was magical. And he went up to the Coyotes. He was misused at the Coyotes. Went back down to Tucson because he wasn't playing well or he wasn't being used right. And then he was playing well again. And was like, guys, just don't give him fourth line minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Use him properly. It's Uh, not that hard. Come on. So it we're going to say mess. the same really thing about Zegers too. Yeah, can you believe he doesn't have an NHL goal yet, by the way? It's been 10 games. He doesn't. Yeah. Oh, wow. As far as Jamie Drysdale, I mean, he's looked really good coming back to San Diego. He's right back where he left off. But then you don't have the rest of the guys. You know, Vinny Letary, he's been up with the Ducks. Uh, Drysdale having up with the taxi squad. Zegers has gone up. Um, they've dealt with Laredo being injured. So the goals have had their... Um, they've had their guys go up and down or injured and whatnot. And then you have one of my favorite goalies of all time has been relegated to the taxi squad almost the entire season, Anthony Stolarz. That dude is one of my favorite guys, and he's hardly played this year. I'm well, hoping he gets one game this weekend. I mean, I, I, I could say the same thing, you know, go, you know, going back the other way, you know, Aiden Hill. You know, oh, was kind of he was relegated to the taxi squad for the much, much of the year. He had a couple games for the Coyotes, and he had a couple games for the Roadrunners as well, being sent down for um, for a conditioning assignment. But the sad thing is, he was only allowed to be sent down for conditioning assignment because he's waiver eligible. You don't want Coyotes don't yeah. want to put him on waivers because there's there's damn sure going to be a team that's going to claim him. So oh, they really bet. effed up putting him on 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 uh, on the taxi squad because he really could have done better in Tucson. Likewise, Ivan Prosvatov is now the backup to Aiden Hill because both Darcy Kemper and Antti Ranta are injured in, in Glendale. So that just, that leaves who in Tucson? Connor Lecouve, who's uh, like who, who came on on a PTO. Chris Snell, also, who also came on in the PTO. And their third string, uh, David Tendek, who came up from the Rapid City Rush. Like, come on. Are you oh kidding my gosh. me? Maybe the Ducks are lucky because at least they still have Ole Eriksson Eck, who got his first start recently and did well. And they still have Stolarz, and they still have Cody. So they have players. Glass has been pretty good with the goals this season. So they're not doing terribly bad. And I mentioned this to you, too. The Pacific Division this year is just weird. It's a mess. Like it how? Is, it like is how, an unadulterated like, mess. 
Like, how is obviously no surprise that um, that Henderson's number one? I mean, I think a lot of yeah. us kind of expected that even before the season. Um, I mean, maybe Henderson was going to be like two or three, but we still knew Henderson was going to be a big high. But how is it? Henderson, Bakersfield, and San Jose, one, two, and three. That won't last. That definitely won't last. <laughs> it's, it's not going to last. It, <laughs> so there's there's one name that I purposely left out because I wanted to save him for last. And I think you've seen him play in person, and I certainly have. And I have been impressed with Lucas Dostal this season, who at one point had about a 1.5 goals against average. At one point had like a 950 save percentage. He's fallen off recently, but he's had no defense in front of him. Friend of both of our programs, Kat Silverman, you know she's big when it comes to goalies. Like, like she knows what she's talking about. Oh, she she, she is the goalie expert here on the entire West Coast. Like, in the entire yeah, she is the ex- the goalie expert west of the Mississippi. Let's let's see. Let's just full stop. Yeah, the goalie expert. And just as like a quick aside, her her daughter's awesome. <laughs> oh, is is so, fantastic. So when she came on to Locked On Ducks, uh, she got her daughter to quack at the end of the show, which I thought was amazing. I just asked Kat if 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 uh, if we're gonna get Nostra Izzy this year, but <laughs> so she actually wrote this about Lucas Dostal, and I'm gonna quote what she said. His tracking leaves quite a bit to be desired, especially when he's already made the save and is trying to find his rebounds. Completely true. And his post work is almost non-existent. Yeah, she's right there. <laughs> Preferring to challenge outside the post rather than implement some kind of post integration where the play dips down around the goal line. Yeah, she nailed that. But his skating is excellent. He's got quick hands and he's positionally aware enough that he's more than capable of holding his own in the league he's currently in, which is, of course, the AHL. Yeah, he does get into those moments where he will leave, he will leave his net too much and make everyone nervous. It's the, uh, the, the the joke that Cat always makes, you know, with, with, with the goalies who do that. It's like, you know, got to cut off the angle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that that pretty much describes Lucas Dostal to a T. So, if there's any way for Tucson to get through to him, they're probably gonna have to do it on the power play, or do it. I guess do it in a way where they're going to make some cross ice passes across the Royal Road. That's really the way to get through to him. Um, See the how, problem. The problem about that is I don't know how they do that, especially when their best players. This so far this last couple of weeks have been players of their fourth line. Yeah. And judging from the last couple of games, they've had some pretty stagnant play. They have had no offense. Like, well, they beat the goals. Yeah, but they beat the goals, but they, the last three games against the rain were absolute crap. They got yeah. swept. They got swept by these by the Texas Stars, who aren't a great team. Mm-mm. And they got they lost two out of three to the Colorado Eagles, who are an even worse team. Just add that they lost to the Ontario Rain. Oh, pretty mightily, by the way. Ontario won their last game yesterday, six to two. Oi. 
And six to I two believe, and five to one. The last I two games. I can't believe Boko Imama scored a goal too. Boko Imama, love that guy. I do love that guy. He's amazing. Um, Although I will say this, finally for the Roadrunners, they got a little bit of scoring from Barrett Hayton, who I thought yeah. was supposed to be doing something. Well, it's about time he did something. Yeah, he got sent down, what, three weeks ago when he finally mm-hmm. got a goal? Yes, yeah, as, as far as San Diego is concerned, they're going to be looking to some of their veteran leadership, as they usually do. Uh, Captain Carrick, he's always kind of reliable. Um, someone that I've loved watching this season, and God, I loved watching him with Zegers, was Chase DeLeo, the La Mirada native, who had been turning it up up until recently. And you still have Drysdale, who may or may not be playing. We don't know yet. And someone else that's done well is Andrew Agazino, who is finally starting to get some more minutes and get some more quality minutes because maybe the past couple of weeks, we didn't see a lot of him on the ice. I don't know why. It's going to be an interesting series. I'll say that. Um, yeah. I'm definitely hoping that uh, I see more from just uh, either just bunting or Nate Susis or, you know, anyone from the fourth line. Like anyone outside just the first line and the fourth line, please. I'm predicting that we're going to have some more fighting, and I think it's going to be Yanni and Nick fighting again, and I think it's going to be Trevor Carrick fighting again. But let, let's see some more of that because it's always fun between these two teams. Really, I want to see more, a little more. I, I see a little more fighting from Gregoire again. I, no, I love, oh, that was, I love seeing that, that guy fun. fight. Um, even though like, I'm, I'm not sure how much I can divulge in then on, on, on this too, but I kind of, like, I was thinking about mentioning this earlier, but, uh, a close friend of mine actually dated him at one point. So this might be a conversation left outside of, <laughs> out of <laughs> but public that, just, ears. Just, just a little bit of a side note. All right. Okay. We'll, just we'll side, just a very, very, very sly side note. I won't say who it is. Because... All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, what we are going to talk about. We're going to talk about the place that has all the parts your car will ever need. Oh, I love that place. My favorite yeah. place for shopping for auto parts, rockauto.com. Yeah. And by the way, um, while I do love my car that saves in gas mileage, you definitely have the power machine uh, on your end. Yeah. It's, and, I, and I'll tell you this, for me, I've, I've, I've loved every bit. I'm actually closing in on a year now on owning my Mustang. Hey, you know what? I've had my Prius for five years, and it's not been driven enough this year. It's sad. I have so I cl- I, I because I drive for Uber Eats. Um, I track my miles. I drove over thirty five thousand miles last year. Yeah, in the last twelve months, I have driven a total of eight thousand miles. My car is yeah. definitely probably not gonna. It it definitely won't last very long because of how much I drive it. Hopefully, I. I mean. But here's the good thing, though, and I'll tell you this: is it will it won't as much as it won't it won't last as long as your Prius because of how much less you're driving it. But I will last much longer than anyone else who's not getting their not getting their repair parts from RockAuto.com. Oh, that's correct. Why spend so much money on a big box store when you could save what fifty percent, maybe more, on RockAuto.com? Right? It's absolutely amazing, and 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 not only that too. But why even spend the time to go down there to not even to not even know whether or not that store even has the part? Or they could just give you a lemon. We don't know. I mean, they're a great group of people. They've been family owned and operated for over two decades. 
yeah, you so can easily trust. You can easily trust them. I mentioned yeah. this before. I've, you know, I've ordered spark plugs off of them for an older car of mine, and even even for my Mustang. Like, and I and yes, I saved a lot of money. I've ordered some lights and saved a ton of money from there as well. So, if you want to save money for yourself, whether you drive a Toyota Prius like myself or a Ford Mustang like this guy over here, then go to RockAuto.com and. In the how did you hear about us box, tell them that Locked On Ducks or Locked On Coyotes or just Locked On sent you. And once again, that is rockauto.com. And I'm going to do the jingle. All the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. I love yeah. it. Don't get extra for singing. <laughs> no, but that's okay. Uh, but I guess we'll talk more about this upcoming series and maybe make a prediction or two on the other side. So if you go to Bet Online AG right now, uh, you can check out they do have AHL games day of, and you can see that today Thursday they have Hartford versus Bridgeport and the Laval Rocket versus the Stockton Heat. If you're a person who wants to get into that, I I, I salute you. I tried one game. Yeah. <laughs> I tried one game betting on NH, on AHL, and that was the first weekend of the uh, Roadrunners against the Barracuda. And Ooh. I did the, actually, and not only that, I did a, I did a parlay that day because there was, it was also the Coyotes against the Blues that day. And I got the Coyotes one right. Five minutes later, the Roadrunners were five minutes from getting this one right. And then something happens. The Barracuda do something to make sure it doesn't happen. I'm just like, guys, you just messed with me making $600. Oh. That's why I say gamble responsibly. <laughs> and that's why I have not bet on the AHL ever since. Well, I mean, betting on the AHL is kind of a crapshoot unless you work in the league. But, you know, I don't bet on the AHL. <laughs> Ooh, boy. I mean, I've been covering the AHL for four years now, and even then, I still can't do it. I've been at this since 2015. Boy, that is a long time. But it's it's been fun. It's been a fun ride. So I'm going to make a prediction about this upcoming series between the Gulls and the Roadrunners. I think it's going to be a split this weekend. A split? Okay. Yeah, I think both teams are going to win one. And I do think one of those games is going to be a complete blowout. Hmm, which one do I think is going to be the blowout? I think the first game is going to be a blowout. I think Tucson's going to probably demolish San Diego. Let's be honest here. They're super upset at the loss to the rain. That's for sure. Yep. That's exactly why. Come on. You lost six to two to the worst team in the American hockey. Six to two and five to one. Two straight. Yeah. And I, I almost said the worst team in the American hockey league, but the rain have won four consecutive games and they are no longer the worst team in the American hockey league. They're still the worst team in the division by a lot. But look who's just above them. Mm. Just saying. Mm. Mm. Oh, boy. Mm. Who, who, who's second to last there? It's weird because Tucson was actually the one of the last undefeated teams before. Yeah. They went down to six and eight. But yeah, they, they had that hot 4-0 start. They looked that... really good. 
that 4-0 start was to a depleted San Jose Barracuda and to a, depl- and to a pre-run Ontario Reign. You know the one player that has made the difference for Ontario has been Devontae Smith-Pelly. Oh, yeah. Who they just picked up a few days ago. And ever since he has joined the Reign, they've gone 4-0. It makes a difference. I mean, it includes... And one of those was this was the Henderson. Yeah. Like there was a win over Henderson. I know. That was their second loss of the season. Like, what? I know. <laughs> what was that? No, I'm just sitting here watching this game going, oh, oh. But that that wasn't the reason that I saw that game. Do you want to know the real reason I watched that game? Why was that? Because history was made that night where we had the first ever um, Mexican speaking announcer announced an English broadcast. Francisco X Rivera, who normally does the Spanish language for the LA Kings, he made the crossover and did the whole game in English for the Ontario Reign that night. That's amazing. And God, I wish I was there for that one. I would have congratulated him profusely. But hey, as it is, it was cool to see him or to hear him rather call play by play for that game. That was just amazing and he has some pretty good goal calls too he does the whole goal like he like he does that for a few seconds not super long not like i did this past weekend but but <laughs> but something similar to that hey and, and 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 like i was mentioning earlier maybe i can uh maybe we can get a a, a secondary bit of that and uh next time the ontario rain come to tucson uh, maybe I can, maybe, maybe I can convince them to uh, to let to let me on and just play by play for them for for the day. Who knows? Hey, that that'd be awesome. And and just so you just, just so Coyotes fans and Roadrunners fans, those who are listening, just just for your reference, the only reason I'd be doing that is because they don't have a road play by play guy for for their AHL TV broadcast. Yeah, the Ontario Reign have had their issues with broadcasting in the last couple seasons i'll just leave it at that and they could definitely use a road guy or two yeah plus you know i have like i live in tucson i have the experience i've been doing play-by-play for years so why not hey i'm just if you need a color person i'm just saying i mean how awesome would it be to have two latinos in the press box calling a game not only just two latinos but also kind of coincided for you know a little bit of my other side but an asian in there as well yeah my gosh breaking barriers all over the place i know but uh going back to the to the um what we're talking about i i see tucson just obliterating san diego because they have not got to feel good about losing to ontario in that fashion having boko Mama score on you having those fights lost to tucson i mean Tucson looked lost out there. I'm just going to be honest here. It was bad. Tucson I'm sorry. Just, they, to me, I'll, t- I'll tell you, I didn't get a chance to watch, like go too in-depth on the la- on their road. Their ro- you know, Venom on the road when they were in Ontario and in San Diego. But I've been watching all their home games since, and they've just looked lost in general. Um, so they really need to pick things back up. And again, I'm hoping it's more than Michael Bunting. Uh, when you let Aiden Dudas score shorthanded on you, you know it's bad. When you let the Artie Party go twice in a game, you know it's bad. 
Yeah. Plus, and I'll say, and I'll say this too: the Roadrunners are going to be in a bad shape for a couple of weeks with the goaltending situation in, in Glendale. We don't know yeah. what's happening with Antti Ranta and Darcy Kemper. Uh, Ranta looks a little more short term. Darcy Kemper could be a while. Uh, so that's going to mean Aiden Hill and Ivan Prosvatov up there for a while. And so you have Connor Lakove and Chris Nell. Chris Nell. My God, I haven't heard that name in a while. And then the last you have, time he played was two years ago. Yeah, and like I said, and their third guy, a twenty-two-year-old. Oh, Lacouve. Yeah, no, Tendek. Oh, the, ten, Oh, God, he's really young. He was born in November nineteen ninety-nine. He just got called up from the Rapid City Rush of the ECHL. Like, oh, he's so young. I hate it. 1999 and i look at the picture and i'm like this guy's a kid and then i look at the year 1999 i'm like wait he's only he's he's 22 like he's Uh just two years yeah younger than like i'm 24 yeah Yeah. (laughs) he looks young much he looks five years younger than me yeah he looks like he just got out of high school but either way either lacuve or now though either way like they're not like lacuve is okay now, so these are two guys that have not had a lot of playing experience at all. The last time either of those guys played was two years ago, over two years ago, and that's why they were signed on as PTOs to start yeah. off. Yeah. So the goaltending is going to leave a lot to be desired as far as Tucson's concerned. The goals—they're pretty set. They have Lucas Dostal, they have Ole Eriksson Ek, they have Glass. Uh, if Stolarz wants to come down for a game, they could have him do. Ooh, that. That might make a difference. If you have Stolarz and Dostal, then maybe the goals could win both. Maybe. It could be, especially if uh, the, uh, like I said, the Roadrunners don't get any of their offensive production that I've been, that I saw at the beginning of the year against San Jose. Well, we've been talking for a while, haven't we? (laughs) Yes, we have. Is there anything else we can talk about? I don't know. I I I don't know. Uh, well, with the uh, the fans back allowed in, like I like I was telling you earlier, those donuts oh. plus the uh, plus oh, everything man. else plus the concessions back open, that mm, smells great back in there. Have you had the donuts yet? I took a picture of it. and I sent it to you guys. I I know, and we all hate you for that, <laughs> <laughs> and we all want to go over there. It tasted fantastic. Like a couple of other locked on hosts are are prepared to go to Tucson. It seems like a group of like five of us. <laughs> if there can even be three of us to go down there at the end of the season, it's party time. Yeah. Coming up in May, locked on live from Featuring Tucson. Three. From Tucson, three Arizona. Of your favorite hosts. Oh, that could be fun. Especially, it's it's weird because Tucson, Arizona is supposed to be the city of uh, the. Uh, the U of the University of Arizona, aka the University of Alcoholics. That's where the <laughs> so it's supposed to. It's usually everyone's talking Arizona Wildcats, but instead we're having a bunch of hockey guys come to just randomly talk hockey and drink. Okay, hey, I, I'll hey, take it. You could do a lot. Hey, you know what? There is some good hockey in Arizona. I don't care what anyone says. All right, there's some good hockey down there. And I love it. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, you're telling me I've been trying to, I've been trying to preach that for years. When, the, when I first got this radio gig, 
uh, you know, working working at the radio station, I've been trying to talk radio for quite some, or trying to trying to talk hockey for quite some time. And even my bo- my boss was like, "Really, just stop talking hockey." I'm like, "No, I'm not going to." <laughs> like, I, like <laughs> that's never going to happen with me either. Trust me. Like, even then, like sometimes I'd board up a show, and they'd be. Um, like they'd talk about something, and then I just somehow sneakily slide into like a hockey comment. Like, oh, that reminds me of like something similarly something that happened at this hockey game. And like, you you just wanted to put hockey in there, didn't you? I'm like, yeah, I did. Well, I mean, I did a similar thing. Um, very briefly in the East Coast, uh, my buddy Chris he had a radio show, and I would come on occasionally, and I would talk hockey because it's me. I would, and ironically, I've gotten him onto hockey and now he loves it so much that he even has a team not the one that i thought uh he's a fan of the boston bruins oh wow yeah see my uh, but but he also likes a couple players well he loves milan lucic when he was there he loves lucic but he also had a great deal of admiration for zdeno chara who is of course now a washington capital but he likes see, my, that quiet leadership see my coworkers, um my, my old boss who now lives back in Huntington Beach. I don't think he has any desire to learn about hockey. Um, and then my uh, another one of my coworkers, and he was kind of like so somewhat of a boss to me. Um, and he uh, he's also now the new host of the new uh, Locked on Wildcats podcast for uh, those Arizona Wildcats fans out there. Um, yeah. He uh, also doesn't really want to learn about hockey, but he's willing to help promote the show here for locked on locked on coyotes because you knew uh i helped i, I helped him uh build up to locked on wildcats so nice but maybe he might learn hockey soon we'll yeah, see that, that's a good that's a good plug for your buddy's podcast i mean you have locked on wildcats uh one of my buddies uh he was the host of locked on angels brought me on and he's also a bit of a hockey guy but i'm trying to do the same thing for my friend who's the host of locked on mariners uh, he's a baseball guy through and through and might come around to hockey a little bit when the Kraken come to town. Ooh, Seattle. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, we should probably end now, shouldn't we? At least for this one. Yeah, and again, I'm letting you edit this. <laughs> the fans will never know how long we talked. Um, where can they find your podcast? They can find me over at, uh, well, anywhere you can get your podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, if you want to listen, over on social media. I personally am at Ralviani1, as well as at LO underscore Coyotes. And I am at LO underscore Ducks, and my personal Twitter is at StimpyJD, as in the iconic Nicktoon, Ren and Stimpy. So that's StimpyJD. That's been my lifelong nickname, pretty much. Yeah, well, there you go. Hoping everyone uh, enjoyed this episode, this crossover between uh, Locked On Ducks and Locked On Coyotes. Uh, if yeah. you liked what you guys heard, don't forget to leave a review, too, if you've yet to already. It, it lets our bosses know that we're doing a great job here yeah, on the Locked On Podcast Network. And if you didn't like our podcast, um, we're locked on sharks, and we swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go, go go ahead and talk about t- talk about locked on sharks, and you know, just go ahead and review them instead. Oh, Kyle! Kyle makes me use that bleep button more than I would like. <laughs> if you haven't heard the locked on hockey Jeopardy yet, you know why. 
Uh, good times. Uh, bleep buttons for days. <laughs> <laughs> so don't forget that tomorrow is a mailbag episode of Locked on Ducks. Send in your questions to LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com or leave a comment on the post when I make it later today. All right. I'll end by saying, for Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez. That was Rob Leanio saying, stay safe, be kind to one another, and Ducks and Roadrunners, hey, both both bird-type mascots, fly together. Quack, quack, and... Meet, meet. Yeah. Have a good one.